This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie. This week on the podcast, we're talking with Collins Live and Right Here, Right Now promoter Adele Curtin. Three. 
Vagabonds with Lowlands of Holland and Marlene Enright with 123, both artists performing at Right Here Right Now Festival, happening June 1st through 3rd at Cork Opera House. For more information and details, please check out corkoperahouse.ie or collins.ie. This is Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast dropping every Wednesday via redfm.ie. My name is Mike McGrath-Brien and for the next hour or so, we're talking with musician, booker and Collins live promoter, Adele Curtin. Adele, how's it going? Very well, thanks Mike. How are you? Thanks a million for coming into us. Right here, right now, festival is a month away from now, and the full lineup was just announced today. There's a huge amount of talent from all walks of Cork life, and furthermore, Collins Live Music Festival, which in and of itself is, which is a bit of a pillar for music in Cork, or was announced recently for September. What are your thoughts, kind of heading into silly season for you right now? Um, excited about the Right Here Right Now Festival. Um, delighted that uh, the Cork Opera House have been on board to do it again this year. Um, we did it last year with the hope that it would become an annual festival. And so we're delighted to get the go ahead this year to try and grow it a bit more. Um, it's something that we envision becoming a huge um, event on the Cork calendar. Um, and we can't wait. Looking forward to, to getting in and seeing the acts with the orchestras and... Uh, seeing the opera set up in in a different different way, and we're going to be talking about how right here, right now changes the layout of the opera house, and how right here, right now is going to fold out over the course of that weekend. But let's take it back a little bit to almost before the foundations of Colin's life. You played as a musician for years yourself, and that has obviously informed the artist-friendly aspect of. Collins Live as a promotion and as a venue? Well, I was lucky that I got to uh, work as a musician pretty much full-time for about 10 years, mostly um, on the Cork music scene. And I got to meet some amazing musicians. Um, Unfortunately, at the time, there wasn't the um, same kind of vibrant scene that is in the country now. Um, There was a serious shortage of venues, especially um, for upcoming musicians. Um, I worked kind of doing a mixture of uh, work with original acts and um, cover bands, pay the bills, and uh, we just found that it was very difficult once you released something to try and get a tour together. And I think that has massively changed in the in the last definitely ten fifteen years. Social media probably has a, a part to play in that as well. Um, but yeah, I studied in the Cork School of Music, um, and I was primarily a classical musician. Um, taught music for a while, and then. Got the gigging bug and did that for 10 years. Collins Live, um, as we know it now, because obviously Collins Bar has always been on Douglas Street for the longest yeah. time. But Collins Live, as we understand it now, has been in operation for seven years. This is the seventh annual Collins yeah. Live Festival coming up. Kind of take us a little bit through how Collins Live came together and really the story behind how yourself and Brian Hassett, Hassie, um helped take the reins of the venue and... Um, a lot of it was by accident, to be totally honest. Um, as I said, I had been kind of gigging uh, in Cork and around the country with various different musicians, and we just kind of were a bit disillusioned by the way that, unless you were a very well-known act, um, a lot of the smaller venues around the country and stuff didn't seem interested. Now, don't get me wrong, there was loads of great venues as well, but there was a few venues that didn't seem overly enamoured with promoting somebody that didn't really hear, uh, they hadn't heard of or that wasn't number one in the charts and we'd turn up to a venue that we were renting for a night and 
there wouldn't be so much as a poster outside the door to indicate there was a gig happening and just kind of thought to myself if we ever had a chance to do something I'd love to set up a music venue to promote upcoming acts and by pure luck Collins came on the scene um, a couple of months later friends of mine were taking over the bar um, the bar itself was actually 200 years old but it was up for lease at the time and uh, friends of mine had said we're, we're taking it over and they asked would I be interested in coming in and maybe having a look at doing some music there and initially it was meant to be um, a kind of a session which we did do on a Monday night and that's how Anna Mitchell and John Black and all of us really got to know each other Was um, it was an open invitation to any musicians that were around the city on a Monday night and wanted to come in and have a jam uh, we used to sit up by the fireplace uh, this was before the back room as we now know the venue to be uh, existed and um, yeah we just used to sit up around and Mick Flannery used to pop in and Anybody was kind of around the area used to pop in and sing some songs and the bar got busier and busier on a Monday night and then one night I jokingly kind of said to the guys that had taken over the bar maybe we should turn the back room into a music venue and that was pretty much it. We decided to hold our first music festival three months later um, and Collins Live was born. You know, from the festival onwards then you know, Collins has a fantastic foundation set in terms of the identity of the venue and what it's doing. Um, obviously, those sessions that you alluded to, a great amount of talent, not only in folk, but obviously John Blake with Indy and all of the people in the circle of friends that yourself and Hassie brought into the venue, etc., kind of created a very solid foundation for the festival, created a very solid foundation to build a venue on. What was it like in those first few months after a venue had opened and you're kind of learning the ropes, kind of take us a little bit through the growing pains of a new venue. Well, as you said, there was a great foundation there. I mean, um, the one thing about Cork is there's there's so many amazing musicians and they kind of stick together as well and help each other out. Um, and that was a huge part of Collins becoming a successful music venue. Um, I really hadn't any experience with um, booking gigs apart from booking for ourselves as acts when we were gigging um, I had never booked for another venue um, didn't really know anything about promotion and the only thing that I thought might work is if we started with a bang and started with how we intended to go on and so that's why we started off with a music festival and we were fortunate enough to have like Mick Flannery uh, one of my favourite bands of all time Interference played that weekend um, Cork Stalwarts, Ricky Lynch and Tank Goodell played um, and it was an amazing weekend but definitely it wouldn't have happened only for the likes of Hassie and John and Anna and Hank and all all the musicians that I kind of worked with previously rowing in for the weekend whether it was setting up chairs or somebody to do the door or somebody to uh, put up posters or whatever it was everybody really rowed in and I think it was then that I realised that this could actually work and Initially, it was the weekend was a bit of an experiment. Um, we didn't really know if there would be more gigs after that weekend because we didn't know, first of all, if anybody would come to the gigs. Um, because at the time, people seemed a bit shocked that, oh, sure, it's a backstreet pub, where is the music going to be? Or how are these people end, going to end up playing here? But it happened and it was a great weekend. And um, the musicians loved playing it. And the audience loved watching the musicians there. So... We said, okay, let's let's do this and turn it into a long-term project. Very definitely, you know, having Collins attached to a gig and seeing different Cork artists in the surround of Collins is something else entirely. Again, remember a couple of years ago when Rusangano Family were one of the headliners for Collins Music Festival and the idea of Rusangano Family tearing apart the back room on <laughs> Douglas Street was a huge uh, appeal to others. But then obviously bands that would be outside of the venue's normal folk rock remit. Uh, bands like Percolator, uh, The Great Balloon Race, who launched their albums at Collins. There's certainly the idea of looking at independent music, psychedelic music and other kind of music to see how it fits in the very intimate surrounds of Collins as a venue is a massive draw. And it's always fun to imagine different bands seeing how they fare in the room. I suppose the room kind of automatically lends itself or naturally lends itself to um, a folk style because the room is very very small um, and there's a really good sound in the room there's really good acoustics in the room um, 
so it does kind of lend itself naturally to that genre of music but having said that some of the best gigs we've had have been those kind of raucous gigs with like Russ and Gano family or like, there's been loads of great gigs um, and I suppose it, it reminds me a small bit of places like heebie-jeebies in New York and these small little dive bar clubs that started off and sweat pouring down the walls kind of a thing but it creates it turns the room into a totally different type of venue and it actually really does work um, we've had as I said some great acts like O Emperor uh, were amazing there and it's, it's, it is something that we're kind of are very conscious of we don't want to be pigeonholed into that we're just a folk venue we're very open to having loads of different types of acts come and play um, and it's something that we're still kind of exploring um, and hopefully we'll grow down the line. We'll come back to music from the Right Here Right Now festival lineup in just a little while. We're going to head to some new music first of all. We premiered this track not a couple of episodes ago, gave it its world premiere and it's been doing really, really well on the blogosphere since. This is Cork Electropoppers Happy Alone with Body Bags, followed by Outsider YP, conceptual rapper and multimedia artist with his brand new single Spill My Guts here on Red on Red.
Spill My Guts here on Red on Red. We are joined in the studio this week by Adele Curtin of Collins Live and Right Here, Right Now. And we discussed at the outset the formation and foundation of Collins Live on Douglas Street. And obviously, a lot of the identity of the venue is tied into Collins Live Music Festival, the first installment of which we discussed right before we went to music. It's a massive spree over the course of a couple of days in a very small space filled with a lot of eclectic music that just kind of happens to come through and maybe take us through some of the organisation of the festival, how you manage to kind of pack a festival into the back bar on Douglas Street. Um, With great difficulty, to be honest. Um... I say like when when we started this it was it was kind of by accident. We didn't really know what was going to work. Um the the format of the festival has slightly changed a little bit since the first one. But uh what we normally do is we try and try and start the festival on, on Thursday night. Um it's always the last weekend in September because that's basically the the birthday of the, the venue. Um and so it usually runs from the Thursday, um and then Friday we have two shows. Um, the late shows are always free um, because we just want to say thanks to everybody for basically supporting us. So, you know, there's some people that might have might not have the means to buy tickets for gigs and we want to try and just give everybody an opportunity to come in over the weekend and enjoy some part of the festival. Um, so all the late night gigs over the weekend are free. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also daytime shows. So the Friday it kicks off at 7pm. Uh, and uh, runs on till closing time. Saturday, we usually have two shows, one at 3pm, one at 8pm, and then again a late night show. And as well as that, we always have um, Silent Disco in the beer garden, which is always great fun. We set up a little uh, retro sweet stall as well, give out free candy to everybody, and it's just a bit of fun. And then Sunday again, we have two ticketed gigs, and then a late night uh, free show. But it's been really eclectic over the years, you know, like we mentioned, Rue Sangano family, among mm. other kind of more contemporary bands have been along. You've had the full kind of complement of folk artists that have kind of come down the pike through the years play Collins Life Festival. What have been some of your highlights as an observer and as a as an organiser? Um, for me, I suppose the highlight, and it's probably the highlight of my whole career with Collins, and I think it'll be very hard to top, was seeing Interference playing in the venue the first weekend that we opened I'm, there's probably people that aren't really familiar with Interference but they were an amazing uh, Cork group um, led by Farrell. Fergus Farrell yeah um, who would have been definitely one of my music, musical heroes he unfortunately passed away uh, for every 12 months ago um, after 
long battle with uh, muscular dystrophy <clears throat> which he never actually let get him down to be fair to him he always uh, had a smile for everyone and he was singing till very close to the end he came in and he played a gig with the rest of the crew from Interference and it was really then that I kind of thought this is a very special moment and I could actually envision Collins becoming something another highlight I suppose would be the Russ and Gano family as well just because it was so different to everything else that we had done and there's such a great group of guys like really really good fun um, very very talented and it was just seeing everybody jumping up and down inside in the room and having a great time you, you can't help but be proud of being in some way part of that So you'd imagine like heads going off the ceiling it was, <laughs> inside in the room we, we took everything that could possibly have been broken out of the room so <laughs> and in fairness look it was, it was a great night there was, there was no, no trouble no messiness or anything people just having fun and that's what it's kind of about is you know people coming in and having respect and enjoying themselves but that was booked in collaboration with the Southern Hospitality yeah, Board Keelan, Keelan yeah. and Ashling, who are such a force for music in Cork and who are such a, a dynamic duo on their own but they're also selectors then for the silent disco and it's been that way now for the past couple of years being as they are so important to the running of the local scene now and given us how you know they've put so many they put so much effort in over the years. How are they to work with and collaborate on the big weekend? Um, that was the first time that we had actually ever invited somebody outside of uh, Collins to, um, I suppose, curate a gig. They are definitely a huge part of the Cork music scene and they've always been extremely good to us in Collins, um, whether it's coming to us with gigs or just offering general support and help um, so it was brilliant to uh, be able to have them on board for the weekend and to bring such an amazing act to, to Collins it really was a fantastic night I suppose my background in particular would have always been kind of more folk and as I said it's something that we do kind of want to um, expand on and we do need people like Ashling and Keelan and other people uh, in the city to come and kind of help us with expanding that. But no, we do, we do you know, our door is open to people and um, we, it's not a closed shop, you know, we're, we're open to having people come in and we're open to trying new things. Some things won't work, some things will work and we'll keep on trucking with the stuff that does work. This year's festival has been announced. There hasn't been a full lineup. Um, we have announced uh, Mark O'Reilly will be playing on um, the Thursday night. Um, and the Lost Brothers are back on the Sunday afternoon show. Have you any other scoops for us as to what's coming up? All I can say is that one of the acts we've mentioned earlier on is playing the festival this year. Stay tuned to collins.ie for more information on upcoming announcements for Collins Life Music Festival. We're going to head to some tunes there from artists that are playing right here, right now, and we'll get back to talking about right here, right now. After a couple of these, we've got John Bleck. Of course, John Bleck is a very important artist to the development of Collins Live. And, you know, Catharsis, the record itself, Catharsis Volume 1, mind you, comes from, you know, a very you know, a very personal place. You know, he's had a... You know, it deals a lot with mortality and it deals a lot with with um, with the human condition. I suppose, outline the importance of John Bleck to Collins and what you make of the new record. Um, well, as I said, John has been massively supportive to us uh, from day one. Um, and above all else, he's been a great friend. But uh, yeah, he's it's it's been great, I suppose, knowing him over the last few years, seeing him evolve into um, the musician that he is. Um, we've always been massive fans of John Black and the Rats, um, uh, which Anna is part of as well, and Tassie. Um, and... John's like part of the furniture in Collins really but um, it's great to see him doing his own stuff as well um, his solo uh, career has really taken off um, loads of sold out gigs around the country and in Germany and it's fantastic to see Speaking of Anna we've got Anna Mitchell with all these things and um, as mentioned Anna's part of um, John Black and the Rats as well and equally um, it's been great to see Anna progress um, over the last few years her, her new album is amazing definitely worth listening to and it was a fantastic feeling last year to, to see Anna on stage with the Cork Opera House Orchestra um, to Full House. Very, very deserved and um, it was an amazing experience. Class, we'll go straight to those. So we got John Black and Anna Mitchell with all these things here on Red on Red.
land The smell of salt and water It must be tiresome Think of your grieving mother And of your family Who care for your young daughters When you were at sea I wish I could lay by your side But I am the wandering kind I am at sea And the ocean is me salt in the water I'd rather die a sailor than in the infirmary on crisp white sheets of cotton no stars above me
Anna Mitchell with all these things here on Red on Red. Joined in studio by Adele Curtin of Collins Live and Right Here Right Now Festival. And the festival is entering its second year now, having had a fairly big launch year this year. It's a collaborative effort with Cork Opera House, as mentioned at the top of the show, where Collins Live and the Opera House comes together to provide a big platform over the course of that weekend for Cork music of all different stripes. How did it come together and what is the collaborative process in putting together the festival? I suppose how it came about was last year I got a phone call from um, Eileen, who's the CEO of Cork Opera House. Um, she was kind of familiar with Collins and what our ethos is and what we're kind of about. And she very much felt that the Opera House um, could kind of be more of a platform for some of the the musicians in Cork City. And she wanted to take, um, as she said, a, a snapshot of what was happening in Cork with the Cork music scene. Um, and because I suppose she liked kind of what we were doing in Collins, she felt it would be a good fit for us to do it as a collaboration. So we sat down with um, Eileen and Ashley and Pat and um, had a chat about what could we actually do to create a little festival in Cork that would shine a spotlight on Cork musicians. And so right here right now was um, established and we were very, very fortunate that because of the Opera House, there there was access to um, the Cork Opera House Orchestra, who are absolutely amazing. And we were given the opportunity to put three acts with the Cork Opera House Orchestra. And um, so all their, their music was scored and they got to perform on the Saturday night of the festival with the orchestra, which was an incredible thing to see. That's happening again this year, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, so this year we have um, Marilyn Enright, uh, Eve Vagabonds and the Frank and Walters all performing with the orchestra. The Opera House has a lot more kind of little nooks and crannies and things hidden around it than maybe they've been willing to let on over the years. What's it been like to kind of put on gigs in places like the Green Room, you know, turning the stage into a into a pop-up venue in and of itself? Like all these mad things that they can do inside in the place. How's that been to put stuff into and organise and play with? Um, it's been it's been very exciting for us coming from Collins where we have a very, very small room um, to work with and that's literally it. So any bit of space at all is is exciting for us. But um, no, I mean, it was amazing to... to the, the Auditorium is what's used for the the orchestra shows, so it's basically the way that people would imagine the uh, opera house set up. Yeah, um, the orchestra and musicians are on stage, um, and then last year what we did was we turned the stage itself into the venue. Mm-hmm. So people um, entered the opera house through the backstage door, um, which they normally would never have experienced before. Um, and in itself, this was kind of a uh, new experience for people. They got to witness, I suppose, what musicians see when they, they walk into the venue and got to see the lighting and the rigs. And um, when you're on the stage, you wouldn't actually think that you're on the stage. It's it's a, an amazing space. I think it's the biggest stage in the country, as far as I know. Mm. Um, but this year, we're actually doing something slightly different. Uh, the setup will be a little bit different. Um, it'll be even better again. So... I'll keep that as a surprise for people when they come in and see the, the space. You're talking about the biggest stage in the country. I mean, the right room, as it's called, the stage yep. itself, is 200 capacity? Um, it was two, 200 capacity last year. So Standing this, or sitting? A uh, mixture. That's mad. Yeah. When you look at that stage from the nosebleeds when you go and see something, to think that that could be a 200 cap venue by itself. Yeah, it's... like. It's amazing though, it was an amazing space and to build the stage on the stage last year was, was fantastic. Um, as I said, this year it's slightly different, um, but it'll still be, um, it'll be actually be better, I think, this year. So. The lineup this year is specifically very diverse. Obviously, you know, lots of indie, lots of folk, but also, again, the return of the big orchestral um, arrangements for the likes of the Franks, for Marlene and for Ye Vagabonds. Um, Cockless Music will obviously be running talks there as well. Maybe take us through the whole lineup of the festival. Um, so this Saturday night, uh, we are going to have um, the Cork or- uh, Opera House Orchestra with um, Marlene Enright, uh, E Vagabonds, and the Franken Walters, which is going to be that's going to be a really epic show. Um, Marlene's after an amazing year, um, nominated for the Choice uh, Prize, um, and very deservedly so. She's Fantastic. Um, the Vagabonds we've kind of worked with over the last 
two years really um, they've done lots of shows in Collins and they're they're fantastic and of course Frank and Walters um. how, how mad is it going to be to hear after all on stage with you know however many piece orchestra after all of the after all of the pandemonium that broke out at the end of uh, the, the last season of uh, Young Offenders it's going to be interesting um, I, I can't wait to hear it I think it'll be great um, like the lads are just such good musicians we did a show with them last uh, New Year's Eve in the Opera House and that was so much fun um, the audience didn't stay seated for very long everybody was on their feet it was a great great night um, so it'll be interesting to see what way it's going to be this year as I said I haven't heard any of the arrangements so I don't know what um, how it's going to sound with the orchestra yet but it's, it's definitely going to be interesting um, on Sunday we have uh, the incredible Irla O'Lenard and Steve Cooney uh, with very special guests Greenshine Um we had Irla and Steve actually in Collins back in 2013 for our festival and it was a really, really special gig. Um, they're absolutely incredible. Um, I think most people probably know Irla best for uh, singing with the gloaming um, and Steve Cooney is like, just an absolutely incredible guitarist. So that's a 3pm uh, gig and I said a very special guest, Greenshine. I know Mary and Noel for a long time now and they've they've they're real stalwarts of the Cork music scene. Um, their album, their last album, is, is doing really, really well, and um, they've had some great singles off it as well. So definitely worth check check them out. Um, and then we have Wallace Bird is on at seven pm. Um, again, somebody that we've worked very closely with over the last number of years, um, and she's fantastic. Definitely worth worth heading to uh, with very special guest John Black. And then later on that night, we have Anna Mitchell and Jack O'Rourke. Um, Anna and Jack played last year with the orchestra. So this year they're going to be in a slightly smaller space. But um, again, they're after a really, really great year. Um, and if you haven't heard Anna's album, go and check it out. It's well worth listening to. And then a big party at the end to finish off with um, Cork's favourite band, The Service. I'll be hearing more from The Service at the end of the show. Yeah, uh, they're a really, really good fun band. Um, again, regulars at, at Collins itself, and we're we're very fond of them, so we're delighted to have them as part of the festival this year. Tickets for right here, right now, are on sale right now, aren't they? They are, yeah. Um, they're available from uh, Cork Opera House, um, or you can get to the link through um, the Collins website as well, www.collins.ie. We're going to head now to some more new music. Uh, this is Metalcore Outfit Selkies with Clubbing Baby Seals, which is actually about baby seals going out on the lash as opposed to being beaten up. And that's their second single in only as many months. And then following that, we got Soothsayer with an excerpt from their new single Cephalopod, taken from their split 7-inch with Parthalon. Two brand new slabs of metal here on Red on Red. It's true. 
Soothsayer with Cephalopod here on Red on Red. Right before we wrap up the podcast, Adele, what's next for Colin's life? World domination. <laughs> no. But um, before that? <laughs> um, yeah, we're just going to keep on um, trying to maintain what we're doing. Um, it is quite difficult as anybody who has run a music venue will attest to it. it's difficult to keep things going um, and we couldn't do it only for the support that we've had from everybody um, from obviously the likes of yourselves and from uh, the general public um, we have an amazing lineup for the festival in September um, which I can't reveal just yet but we will be announcing it very shortly after the Right Here Right Now festival but it's going to be one of our best festivals yet, I think. So stay tuned to Collins.ie and Collins live on Twitter as well as Collins live on Facebook for more information. Adele, thanks a million for coming out to us. Thanks very much for having me. Do you Thank want to get much. in a few more plugs before we uh, head away? Yeah, just if um, people are looking for anything to go to over the next couple of weeks, um, we have uh, Simon Felice is back in Collins on uh, the 20th of May. Uh, there's still some tickets left for that. Um, we have John D. Graham uh, with William Harris Graham on the 24th of May. And we have Eleanor McAvoy uh, with special guest Sarah Ryan on the 27th of May. And of course, we have free live music every Saturday night as well. Be sure and check it out. Collins Live on social media. That's all from this week's episode of Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast from redfm.ie. Thank you very much for listening. And if you like what you're hearing, please take the time to subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, share this on your social media, and make sure to check out the artists featured online or at an upcoming gig. And if you'd like more Irish tunes, please be sure and listen in to Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM, 104 to 106. We're going to leave you with the closing act of the festival. The service are helping close up proceedings and they've obviously been a big asset to the venue over the years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they have become regular uh, performers at Collins and um, as I said, they're, they're brilliant. They're definitely, in my opinion, the best scab band around, so definitely check them out. This is The Service. We knew you'd do it. And we'll talk to you next week. You knew you'd do it cause you do it for fun. You knew you'd beat them on your own. You knew you'd do it when you went on that run. Had faith in you and you alone.
This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie. Cool. Thank you. Thanks a million. Hang on until I get this saved up and oh, maybe I should stop rolling. That'd be good too, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs>